Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, a loan originator at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1599804. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. And I'm Kelly Tinky. And today, after this beautiful weekend of weather we had, I mean, yesterday was a little, like, dreary, but Saturday was, like, absolutely gorgeous. Sure was. I got a it, round of golf in. Actually, Friday yeah. and Saturday. I got nice. 18 holes in on Friday nine holes in on Saturday and my body is feeling it. Cause I did, I walked. Oh boy. For both rounds. Yeah. Good for you. Good. I've for got a push you. cart. Okay. I didn't carry my clubs. I have a push cart. Okay. So okay. that makes it but a little bit easier, but <clears throat> that's still a lot of walking. That's a lot of exercise. No spring chicken here anymore. It's I'm feeling it today. <laughs> 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 Worth it. Worth it. Absolutely. So in honor of this beautiful weather, we kind of wanted to get everyone prepared for what is traditionally, you know, a busy season in real estate, and that is the summer season. And with it being May now, you know, we just wanted to kind of kick off. And for those who are thinking about buying or selling this year, kind of give you some tips and tricks and maybe some, you know, just just some helpful insight into how to prepare to either buy or sell a home this summer. Yes. So perfect. Well, a lot of this stuff too, we have like, we've definitely covered our bases in terms of, Oh, for sure. This type of dynamic um, or season, if you will. And so Um, For our listeners who have avidly listened to us, this is probably going to be a refresher for you. But if you're tuning in for the first time, this will be really good for you to know and understand some some ways to prepare on both buy and sell sides. It's exciting. Exactly. Yeah, because I know I think we probably both talked to a lot of people who you know, especially if they're first time home buyers or first time home sellers, like they've talked to their friends who have done it. But once yeah. they talk to us as professionals, it's a little bit different, I think, because the market is always changing and always shifting. So like, even if you talk to somebody, yeah. or even if we've talked about it before on the podcast, you know, last summer, like this summer is going to be different. Like, sure is. Just, like, we learn as we go, things are ever evolving. And we just want to make sure that you guys have like the most up to date, um, education. So yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Should we start with the buy side and then we'll get to the sell side? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, I mean, at least on the buy side, I, we, we had discussed this, Dean and I had discussed this um, prior to recording a couple, three different points of um, discussion in terms on the buy side and how to prepare for, um, you know, a house this summer, like if you plan. And even what I was saying is, and I'm going to, I'll have a funny moment here for a second, even if it's not, even if it's just like a twinkle in your eye right now and you're thinking, and, or maybe it's a reoccurring thought about wanting to purchase this summer. Um, one of the things that we have always, always discussed, and I'm going to, I'll continue to kind of, um, preach on this, if you will, it's linking arms with a financial advisor. Yeah. If you don't have a financial advisor, um, I, we, we highly recommend linking arms with somebody, somebody that you trust. And and we do recommend also that you do some interviewing in terms of that. We have some amazing resources in our back pocket. The beauty of our industry is that we are well connected with financial advisors, insurance, um, reps, title companies, um, insurance brokers amongst knowing all of the different real estate companies and all of the different mortgage companies here in the twin cities. So there is a well-connected network of people that we know. So if you need recommendations, we are more than happy to, um, help suggest in terms of, um, who might be a good fit for you, you know, throw out maybe three or four different options. You know, the reason that this is important is to, to have a really firm understanding of your, of your finances going into one of the largest purchases of your life. You know, you perhaps you do this a second or a third time, or you're an investor and it's your first time, or um, you're kind of in the middle of developing your portfolio. It's always good to have a firm idea of where your money is going in and out and to have that financial advisor next to you, um, that knows, you know, kind of the finite details. Um, and then also, you know, to, to piggyback off of that, knowing how much you need to save up. I mean, the financial advisors that I know are really good and know, they know they're part of my language shit about what, what amount you have to have saved up for a house, how much should you have in savings even after the fact? So maybe you have a good chunk of change saved up, but nobody really wants to go, you know, like chunk through all of that savings. Right. You want to have money in it almost as a safety net going into purchasing a home or a condo because things happen. And I was, yeah. Yeah. And to add to that, you know, working with a financial advisor to create a budget to prepare you to own a house, like you said, like not only having that down payment and the closing costs and all of that figured out, but understanding Mm -hmm. like how much do you comfortably feel spending per month? Because as we've talked many, many times before, you know, you live in the payment. So it's not necessarily about the purchase price. But I think if you are working with a financial advisor to prepare yourself for how much you can afford, so maybe you start putting, you know, maybe you're paying rent right now and, you know, your house payment is going to be, maybe it's like $300 more per month or something, you know, start putting that money away. So you get comfortable with that new budget before Mm -hmm. you get into the house and you realize, because 
here's what always happens in home ownership. And I think this is what scares some people and I don't want to scare people away, but it's important to think about is in home ownership, there's always going to be something that pops up that you need <laughs> to fix. Like without fail, within the first month or two, you're either going to have an appliance that breaks. You're going to <laughs> you're going to find something that either the inspector didn't see or wasn't able to see or didn't, you know, it didn't even exist. Like houses, especially in the state of Minnesota, the weather is hard on houses. So they oh need my to be gosh, yes. or they're going to break down. So, you know, just being prepared for that, like, especially if you've already purchased, like, I'm sure people can attest to this. Like if you purchased your home in the winter time, you know, you weren't able to check the air, air conditioner. Maybe you couldn't <laughs> see on the roof. Like those are some items that you need to, you need to be prepared for that. I think a lot of people, like you said, like they kind of get that twinkle in their eye and they just go after it, but they don't have all yeah. the information. And then that's when people, that's when I see past clients get upset because they didn't, they didn't talk. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> Fully. Maybe prepare, like they didn't prepare yeah. themselves for everything yeah. that home ownership entails. The full scope may just not have been there. And, you know, we, we have a job and our job is to help you get into a home on Dina's end. She, she is, you know, being strategic about um, what you're pre-approved for and getting that all set up on the MLS and um, talking you through what that looks like as you're going through the homes. And then my job is to get you pre-approved. And if it all fits, you know, like I, I do feel like what sets us apart, Dina, is that we do, um, we, we have the resources and this just goes back to the start of this episode. We have the resources and we do, we do like to lean into those resources too. Um, yeah. and so it's what sets up where I'm going with this is that we don't, we, how do I like say this gracefully? We, we try to put our, like the needs of our clients and what that looks like at, at the start of all of this, Correct. but yeah. at the, you know, if, if a client is so driven to, to find a house, then, I mean, we kind of have to go with that too. So I do have conversations with, with the clients about like the reality of where you need to have your monthly budget versus where you want to have your monthly budget. Cause <laughs> there's, you know, and what I wanted to say real quick too, because I was just going through our notes, um, previous notes. If um, if you have questions or want to listen to um, one of our other episodes, we had one on budgeting 101. I think we posted it on February 5th, it looks like. Okay. So we talked through the right. budgeting strategies, um, resources, how to, and then the 50, 30, 20. So needs, wants, and savings. Um, Dina did a really great job of putting all of that together. Um, so that would be a really good resource for, for you too, if you're, if you're thinking about this as a next step. So. Absolutely. Yeah, no, thank you for mentioning that. Cause yeah, that it's just, you know, I know we like say it all the time, but this is really just about educating and making mm -hmm. sure that our clients are the most prepared as possible because yeah. It That's is what I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and it is an emotional process and we understand that. And that's why we want to get ahead of that 
emotional curve and really make sure that you have all the information laid out for you before you get, you know, your heart set on this home that may or may not be within your budget. So yeah, it's all about being prepared. So yeah, perfect. Awesome. Um, And then the second thing we wanted to talk about in, you know, if you're getting ready to purchase is if you're leasing Mm -hmm. to make sure that you understand all of the implications of that lease and make sure you're reading through that paperwork of what kind of notice do you have to give? If you find Mm -hmm. a home, let's say your lease is up in October and you find a home in June, you know, can you sublet the apartment out? Can you, you know, can you break your lease? Like what does that all look like from a contract perspective? Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to throw one other thing in there too, as an option. So, you know, of course the terms of the lease and putting in a notice, does that look like 30, 30 days? Does that look like 60 days? Is it 90 days? Each apartment building and each rental agreement is going to look different per, you know, per management, um, just coming from that, that avenue in life. At one point, I, I know the importance of like, Okay, well, I had residents coming to me about wanting to like get out of their lease. And I'm like, you're contractually like obligated Obligated. to (laughs) be in this apartment until X date. So where I was going with this is that you do have the option, typically, typically, again, this, you know, ask your property manager, but the option to sublet. So mm-hmm. say you find something like you're pre-approved, you're out looking at homes with Dina and you find something, but your lease isn't up until August. And the way the market is right now, there really does have to be quite a bit of flexibility in the negotiations of when you want to close on that home and when the sellers want to close on that home. And it's moving quickly. I mean, it really is. Sometimes, sometimes our clients are lucking out and it's, you know, it's up to 45 days. Sometimes it's two months out. It really just depends on the motivation of the sellers. So knowing what your options are with subletting your place too, depending on, you know, the availability in your apartment building and the desire for other people to get into, into that space. So just knowing what your options look like in terms of um, notice um, the clause around breaking your lease. Are you willing to fork up, you know, <laughs> a couple months of rent to break your lease and then subletting options too? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think that's a just a good reminder that every lease is different. So before, you know, before you get started down that path, just make sure you're you're pulling that up and reading through so you understand. And like Kelly said, like, you know, just going into your property management um, office too, and asking them like, Hey, I've, you know, I'm starting the home search process. You know, what are my options when it comes to my lease and potentially getting out of it? I know I've heard, you know, a couple people say that they had the option because they found a house. Like there was one specific clause that if you were purchasing a home, you were able to get out of the lease. And so just knowing what, what those options are is important. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we talked about, you know, what flexible, so flexibility with leases, because there may be, but, you know, let's, let's dive into the word flexibility. Cause I, I was, think that, that was, 
<laughs> yeah. Flexibility is, um, it's kind of a key word in this market right now. And I think at, at the start of this year, we also talked about patience, <laughs> yeah. having patience, patience. And <laughs> patience and flexibility. And so, um, you know, the, the thing that Dino was talking about earlier before we started was flexibility around what your weekends look like. Um, and I'll let you dive into that Dina, but again, it just really boils down to swiftly needing to like go and look at properties and having flexibility regardless of the day of the week, you know, but the weekends really play a vital role. So I'll let you dive into that. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it was the perfect segue. I was thinking that too. I was like, (laughs) yep. Flexibility is if you're going to look at, yeah, if you're going to look at purchasing a home this year and, and particularly this summer, you know, I know we're coming off a year where we couldn't do anything. And so people are very anxious to start traveling, getting away, going on vacations. And I totally (laughs) understand that. And I am here for it, but just as a kind of, um, not reminder, but just a little, like, just a thought to put in the back of your head is when you're going to, if you're looking at purchasing this summer, make sure that you are planning to have availability on the weekends, not just because, you know, you're working during the week and, you know, that's when it works for a lot of people to go. But what we're seeing in this market is, um, we're seeing a lot of homes hit the market on Thursday, Friday, and then they're reviewing mm-hmm. offers Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, Monday morning, something like that. And so yeah. if you're, but if you're going to the lake every weekend and you can't get into those homes, that's going to be a really big challenge to either get into the home at all, or you're going to have to you know, trust, trust me a hundred percent to see it sight unseen and put in an offer without yeah. actually going to that property. And it's well, a little different than what we've seen in past markets. Go ahead. Let's just, let's just talk about the likelihood of you being able to get that house. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you completely diminish your, your likelihood of being able to, to, to do so if you one if you're not even able to go and view it whatsoever but two let's let's say that they are extremely trusting of you Dina and you do as like a you zoom in or FaceTime in and or maybe do a a virtual walkthrough of it um and you know it's it's hard It, it really presents quite a bit of a challenge when how, with how quickly the market is moving right now. (laughs) Yeah. And even, you know, even a video call to look at a property, it's just not going to have the same effect as going through in person. And even though you can trust me a hundred percent, like this is your home. So there's things that I know my clients notice that isn't going to particularly catch my eye, you know, and I try to do that as much as possible, but it is a challenge to, make sure you're seeing absolutely everything on a virtual call. And, you know, what I'm not saying you have to put your whole life on hold and you can never go away. I've just noticed that the more availability and flexibility you have on the weekends, the more opportunity you have to get into a home in this market. So, 
And, and that is just like expectation setting is, you know, if you do want to go to the cabin every other weekend, you know, by all means do, but just recognize that you are going to miss out on some properties and it is probably going to take you twice as long to Mm -hmm. not only find a property, but win an offer on a property and then close on a property. So it's just kind of setting that expectation of, you know, I think in previous years, people, you know, they started the home search process and, you know, it took maybe two or three weekends to find the right property, write an offer, get it accepted, and then go through the process. And in this market, we're seeing that take, you know, six to eight weeks to not only go out every single weekend or almost every single weekend as much as possible, write offers, get them accepted and go through the process. (laughs) Like it's just taking longer because of the inventory. So we just want to, we just wanted to prepare buyers for that so that, you know, there's not, there's less opportunity to get frustrated because I've seen it on like other real estate Facebook groups and stuff where people are saying, you know, my clients are frustrated because we've been going out for four or five weeks and we still haven't gotten an offer accepted. So now they don't, you know, now they're giving up. And I was telling one of my clients this past weekend, like not, you know, we were talking about patience and flexibility, but also persistence, staying with it. You know, the ones, there are a lot of people, what, what we recognized kind of last week is there are a lot of people who started in February and March looking for a home who have still not got their offer accepted that have decided to get out of buying a home. Like they've just, Mm -hmm. they've slowed down their search or they said, you know what, we'll just wait for a little bit. And so the competition has gone down a little bit, but the people who stick with it, who continue to go out and look at homes until they get an offer accepted, those are the ones that are going to accomplish their goal of home ownership this year. And that is just the truth. Like that is just what we're seeing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I may or may have not brought this up in the past, but the cost of waiting, it truly is a factor that plays in totally plays in. So if you are serious about buying a house, you know, in this time frame of 2021, um, I would keep at it. I really would, especially with the wave homes are going to continue to appreciate. If you're, if you keep the persistence through, you're going to get something. You are going to get something within a couple of weeks. You are going to, it is, there's no doubt about that. So, you know, finding something now versus waiting and then losing out on that appreciation on the home, even if you did end up paying a little bit more for it. And that's the reason Dina is there. The strategy behind your offer is going to be there. She wants to save you money just as much as you want to save money. So just no one understand that, but the cost of waiting is truly a real thing. And so that just kind of got my mind thinking that this is probably a good, good opportunity for us to maybe talk through that on another episode the cost of waiting, um, versus, you know, pulling the trigger sooner rather than later. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that is a good thing to revisit. So, yeah. So those are kind of the three things that we wanted to talk through on the buy side. And Mm -hmm. then, 
We also wanted to talk through if you're getting ready to sell your home um, and kind of what that looks like. And so we won't spend too much time on it because I think, you know, that's a huge part of, you know, when somebody reaches out to us and says, we want to sell our home, we come out, you know, we go through a whole skew of data and, you know, what we need to do to prep your home for market. But I do just want to touch on, especially since it's, you know, grass growing season and landscaping season right now, like if you're even thinking about selling your home in this market, yes, it is a seller's market. And so you may be thinking to yourself, like, I don't have to have my house in as primo (laughs) condition as you would think, but that is just not true. Like I showed a couple (laughs) of properties this weekend and you could tell that they were just trying to take advantage of this market. And so they hadn't prepped it the way that they probably should have. Hmm. And especially when it comes to single family homes, something to really be cognizant of is that curb appeal. So making sure your grass is, you know, green and mowed and in a decent like manner, any landscaping you have, like making sure that's cleaned up. And if you have, you know, bushes or shrubs, making sure they're trimmed up and in good condition, making sure if you have gutters that the gutters are cleaned and ready to go. Um, You know, just making sure that overall, when somebody drives up and looks at your property for the first time, it's, this feels like home, you know? So if that's something that you've maybe been, not focused on the past couple of years for whatever reason, I just want to encourage you to get started on that now because, you know, you can't turn grass green overnight. Like it's not something that is a, is a quick process. Some of those other things are a little bit quicker, but just making sure that your property is in the best condition possible. And right now that does go for outdoor spaces. So, and even, you know, making sure that the, the deck is clean and any, Mm -hmm. you know, backyard space, making sure the exterior is just an overall good condition and addressing some of those things before you sell is just going to help, you know, make sure that you get the most for the most money for your home and that you're not under this pressure of this time, you know, contingency once you hit the market. So well, that, that stuff does take time. It really does. It <laughs> I does. mean, you're right. Grass isn't, grass isn't green overnight. And so that process alone, but just the preparation that goes in and then, you know, p- possibly waiting for a landscaper to get out there or a painter to come and, you know, refresh the interior or exterior for that matter. You know, sometimes it just, it does take time. And so we're, we're rolling into kind of the peak season here. And so these are all really good touch points. Really good yeah. touch points. Yeah. Again, like on the sell side, like just making sure that the expectation is set and people understand like what all goes into it. And, you know, maybe you're not, maybe you haven't quite decided if you're going to sell or not this year. Um, but just having that kind of in the, in your mind of, you know, these are just some general maintenance items, whether you're going to sell or not that really do make a difference when you do go to sell. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are all really good, um, really good touch points for on the sale side, sell side. So, and not just making the assumption that yeah, you're right, because it is a seller's market that 
your house is just going to go quickly. Like it, it is important that you are, you're, you're getting the amount of value out of the home, which means you do have to have that curb appeal. It's, it's the perfect word for it. And it's used very often in our industry is the curb appeal. What does your curb appeal look like? Just because because you assume that um, you're going to have multiple offers on your home doesn't mean that on the buy side, those buyers aren't going, well, why would I offer, you know, 10,000 over on this house that looks like a pile? (laughs) Why would I? I don't want to. So maybe, maybe you could have had five more offers on that home to consider versus, you know, the seven. <laughs> right. It's just right. It's a wild market out there right now. It, it really sure is. is. But yeah, mm-hmm. and just recognize that even though inventory is low, like buyers are going and looking at every possible option. So mm-hmm. even though like you may think like, oh, there's not a lot of inventory. So they're only going to look at my house. That's just not the case. And yeah. so they're, they're constantly comparing it to the other homes they've seen. So just kind of yeah. keep that in mind too. So, you know, and I would even say we do this on all of our listings, but you know, maybe you're just not quite there yet is honestly having a professional cleaner come in and deep clean your home, yes. even if it's just for spring cleaning, you know, and in addition to that, you know, getting your air ducts cleaned and making sure that you don't have dust flying around everywhere. Yeah. Those small things really do make a difference. Like, and it is absolutely worth it so that you mm-hmm. know that your, you know, your house is in pristine showing condition. So absolutely. And who absolutely. doesn't love a clean house? Like, even if you don't sell, like just getting your house deep cleaned is such a joy in this world. I I actually have a cleaner coming out to do an estimate for my house. Awesome. Today. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have somebody come in every other week and she'll be here on Wednesday after all of our stuff is moved out to kind of do a deep move out clean. So yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for um, the, the reaffirmation that this is a good idea for me. <laughs> I needed it. I'm like, do I, do I like, can I, can I just leave that? No, you know what? I'm just tired of doing it. <laughs> yep. Tired of it. Takes up a lot of time actually. It sure does. I'll leave, I'll leave it to the professionals who can do it in like half the time that I can. <laughs> exactly. And it feels so good. Nothing feels better than coming into a professionally cleaned home. It just yes. it warms my heart and warms my little heart. <laughs> love it. I think that wraps it up though. Do you think there's anything else that we should add in for our listeners? No, I think that's everything. That's everything for now. Yeah, this is a good episode. I'm I'm glad that we um, decided to take the time to go over some of these touch points for um, the preparation for this upcoming summer. It's going to come up quick. We're almost there. We had 80 degrees. We hit 80 degrees this past weekend. Actually, it was 90. It was, it was darn near close to 90 degrees when I was golfing. Yeah, it was hot. It was nice. (laughs) All right, everyone. We sure hope that you enjoyed this episode on preparation around um, selling or buying this upcoming summer. And we are excited for our upcoming episode next week, um, our market update. So tune in and 
we look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.